Welcome back to Burn the Haystack with Josh and Jesse. Um, I'm Jesse, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm Josh. <laughs> this is a podcast all about saving the best and burning the rest. Wow, it's like muscle memory. Yeah, it's all it's all coming back. It's all coming he back. As, as he spat into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It does wow. feel weird. It does. But at the same mm. time, it's kind of nice. It feels It feels natural. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How are you doing, Josh? You know what? It's good. It's good to be back on the microphone, in front of the camera. Um, it's good. It's good to be chatting to you again, Jesse. This is this is terrific. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. And yes, it is terrific. It's weird. It has been a little while since that we have done this last, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit afraid that I've forgotten how to do all this stuff. <laughs> But yes. we'll press on anyway. <laughs> yes, I feel the same. Um, yeah, obviously, I think. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. But we've taken a little break. <laughs> Just that a short is... one. I don't know yep. if any of you have noticed, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers who we are anymore. I feel like this. <laughs> we've just kind of faded into obscurity. But that's good. We get to we get a clean break, a fresh a fresh start. Welcome to episode one of a podcast we're calling Burn the Haystack. <laughs> this is a brand new initiative that nobody's ever heard of before. <laughs> yes. Now, if you need to know what the name means. No, no, we're not going to go Oh, my that. gosh. <laughs> We've already done like three episodes on that. <laughs> Maybe more. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, no, we haven't, uh, haven't uploaded in like, I don't know, 10 months. I don't even know when this one's uploading, but we haven't, yeah. we haven't recorded anything in like... 11 months maybe i think the last time we recorded an episode was a few weeks before christmas 2020 so yeah. uh, it's getting and and by the time this releases it'll be mid-october um probably if not a little later so yeah it, it will be it will definitely be a while yeah it's been a minute so um for those of you who do listen to this after that thank you thank you for coming <laughs> back it's so yeah. lovely to have you and the- um yeah <laughs> So you you're probably asking, well, you're probably asking why. Yeah. <laughs> we never, why? Why we any didn't of really this? Give a what? reason. I don't think. No, we didn't. We well, look, we we talked a little bit about in our last episode how we were going to go on a bit of a hiatus because at that point, I had just found out that you were leaving the country of mm. Aotearoa, New Zealand, and you were going back to the land of the. Uh, Fires and COVID, apparently. <laughs> That's sort of what Australia's been a little bit recently. Yeah, pr- pretty much. It's been pretty full on. Yeah. 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 We had talked about having a little break before that. Yeah. But I think it was going to be like a two or three month break originally. Not well. Well, even in my mind, we were only going to take a, a few months off and then you were going to figure out how to do life in Sydney and then we we're going to s- slot back into it. But that didn't kind of happen the way that we imagined it would. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of an update about what the last 10 months or so have been like for you, Josh? Yeah. Uh, well, I grew a beard. No, I'm <laughs> that's not. I mean, Time I did, well that worth lockdown. spent. <laughs> <laughs> that was, this is my lockdown beard. If for any of those who are watching the video, um, that I'm pretty proud of. So I like to tell people about it because I didn't know I could grow a beard till now. But anyway, that's probably not why people are listening to this. But maybe it is why people are listening to this podcast. Maybe 
we should start a new podcast all about beards. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, as you can see, I've grown a beard as well. Um, it's not very successful. It's invisible, but oh, uh, nice. you're definitely rocking it for the both of us, my friend. Thank you. Um, anyway, I, <laughs> no, look, the last 10 months, uh, it's it's been nuts, to be honest. Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah, doing ministry in Sydney is really different to doing ministry in New Zealand. Um, yeah, and... Um, just learning and as well I'm, I'm chaplain now 50% of my, my role is chaplain at a well to me it's a big school um yeah and so that's been a whole new learning curve and it's been awesome like just getting to know people and yeah but moving countries is really hard it's mm. very time consuming and very stressful and um yeah so just heaps of adjusting still some things that I'm still waiting to like took us ages to get our stuff because of COVID and all that kind of thing. So like even my microphone or my gear was in a container for months, mm. <laughs> you know, like, um, so yeah, all, all this sort of stuff. Um, but also, you know, just like, um, yeah, not like just still adjusting to, to being a dad, you know, like my daughter's now, uh, what, 15, 16, almost 16. Well, I don't know. By the time this airs, she'll be what, 16 months old or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and so all that kind of stuff. There's so much learning and so much change. And we, I, I want to do an episode on like what fatherhood has taught me. We'll might, maybe come back and do that at some point. But mm. um, so far anyway, because I'm pretty new to it still. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's do the episode of uh, Josh's Guide to Parenting 101. You know, <laughs> it's only taken him a year to figure out everything that you need to know. <laughs> I don't know what anybody else was going on about how difficult it is. My goodness. You guys, it's so easy. No, it's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if people will find that like, a, like yeah, but why? Why did the podcast come back to that? Honestly, there's just so much readjusting and, and then COVID hit as well, which which threw everything back. I like yeah. hit again and again. I don't really want to do another episode on COVID because we've done so many and that's what everything has been about, which also I might as well mention now, that was part of the reason we took a break too because every conversation just kept coming back to COVID because it was just a part of everybody and not just on our podcast, on like every podcast we were yeah. listening to. We were either and recording a podcast about COVID or we were listening to all of our friends in podcast world making podcasts about COVID. Yeah. It's like, at what point do you kind of just go, I don't want to have anything more to do with this topic? Yeah, and as a, as a podcast, like we, we like to talk about faith, but we also like to talk about culture. And so when your culture is totally consumed by one thing, it really felt like it just, it just got frustrating to try and record things because everything came back to that same topic and I just couldn't... I got frustrated. I know Jesse got frustrated with too, but we both got just yeah. frustrated with that. Um, so that's part of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, obviously we had another big surge here and went into a, a, a lockdown again here in Sydney. So we've been locked down for a long time. Um, mm. And so, yeah, that kind of was like, oh, the last thing I feel like doing is getting on another another Zoom call or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and that's the thing too, like, uh, I don't know. I think Je Jesse and I, we just like, we originally started recording this podcast in person and that was kind of mm. the fun of it, you know, getting together and, and chatting. And so us doing it over Zoom just got real, got real frustrating for us both. I think we got just I, like, oh, I just want to yeah. hang out with you, you know? Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. And I think there's, I definitely think there's an element to digital, doing everything via digital that just is, is sort of draining. It's not as rewarding as getting together with, with people that you like and yep. doing interesting and meaningful things. 
Yeah. Um, like I'm an extrovert and I don't get mm. that same buzz, you know, that I get from hanging out with people. I don't get that when it's online. You get it like maybe a little bit, but I don't feel like energized and pumped. Um, so, and even even I'm I'm an introvert, but I still feel it as well. You know, yeah. I think the first lockdown last year, I was very sort of like, hey, I can deal with this. This this is okay. <laughs> this is nice. But yeah. when it's you know the second, it's the third lockdown, and it you just you stop doing things as in the same way. Like you're still doing things, but you're doing other things, things that are not as rewarding. Like instead of doing church in person you're doing church online and i don't know as a church pastor it it's not as rewarding and it's not really what you sign up for it doesn't feel like you're making as big of a difference as much as as much as like oh everybody's rocking up to church on a saturday morning or a sunday morning wow that's such a big deal like it actually kind of is when your alternative is a zoom call (laughs) or a live stream that people may or may not tune into after you yeah. put all this work and effort into it i don't know yeah. sitting there like watching the view counter it's like oh like is this yeah or like oh, how many people look at it today oh how many people actually turn their cameras on or are they really there if their camera's not on i don't know <laughs> the yeah, worst not, the what? worst is when you're doing like a small group or something <laughs> some sort of study and somebody has turned their camera and their uh their microphone off and you're like trying to engage everybody hey uh justin you know are you there what do you think and it's just like nothing. It's like Justin's oh. gone to the toilet, or Justin's <laughs> Justin's making two minute noodles, and he's not even in the room. It's like, come on, Justin, Justin, classic Justin. Am classic I right? Justin, yeah. classic Justin move. Uh, what does the last ten months look like for you, man? So, for me, I have remained here in in New Zealand. It's um, been sort of business as usual, at least not the big change that you've had. Um, I've taken on a little bit of extra responsibility. I've picked up an extra church again this year, which is actually a church that both Josh and I have pastored in the past, and it's been sort of tossed around like a hot potato. Um, <laughs> it's a great uh, church. I, I, I miss. I was so sad when I left. Anyway, that's... great, great little church, but yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, nobody seems to quite know what to do with them. Um, so that's been that's been an extra little thing this year. Look, we've gone into a little lockdown as well. Nothing compared to Sydney. The case numbers uh, are nowhere near as drastic. But, you know, as everybody kind of knows at this point, New Zealand is the country that goes hard and goes fast. So, you know, that's sort of what we've been um, accustomed to here. Mm. We're still not 100% out of it, um, but hopefully in time we will be. Um, Yeah, so look, this year has been uh, for me... A little bit disjointed as well. I feel, I feel like this is just sort of everybody's experience this year. Um, lots of great plans. Um, you know, I had a, an annual review with my boss a few weeks ago and uh, he asked me about the plans for this year and I had to be honest and say, look, I had lots <laughs> of plans, but none of them really happened <laughs> yep. um, just because of how things are right now. So, yeah, and I think, for me as well, just in terms of the podcast, I did get a little bit burnt out towards the end. Um, it's kind of amazing in retrospect how we did this sort of every week sort of thing. Um, it is amazing. Yeah. Even when we went to seasons and we had those big, long sort of month-long chunks off, what, twice a year, three times a year or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, even, even with that, 
um, I kind of go, man, I don't know how we managed to do this every single week for good almost two, three years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Part of me is very relieved, you know, <laughs> just being honest. I'm just being honest when we, I think that's just the sort of, that's the sort of experience that you have when you commit to something for such a long time. Yeah. As rewarding as it is, it was kind of like a little bit of a relief to kind of say, hey, we're taking a bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is kind of bringing us to the big the big topic of today. In classic Burn the Haystack fashion, taking 15 minutes before we get to the actual topic. But maybe this is the top. Maybe the topic is the friends you made along the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, but we, yeah, this, what we want to talk about today is di- digital burnout. And um, yeah, I think we both we both experienced it. And it's funny, we were, we have both been historically really big advocates of digital discipleship you know yep. that was the big brand that you know we went with the Adventist church we helped host the digital discipleship conference in new zealand and all that kind of thing and that's what we were just so into it um and i think i still am a believer in it um but what happened was when when everything became digital like i think i was after this like what does hybrid what does hybrid mm. church look like you know but when it became a hundred percent digital that's when like all of a sudden everything became like, whoa, whoa, this, this is too much, you know? <laughs> and especially yep. like doing the podcast on top of that. For me, it was just, it was so overwhelming. Um, and it's interesting. I actually saw this quote I wanted to share that I did write down. Um, yeah. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but reported that organizations had undergone two years of technological transformation in two months in 2020, which I think is really true. Wow. I think ch- churches went through that too. And um, yeah, I, I think for us, like we sort of transformed churches into something they never never set out to be. Like there, yeah. there's always been plans for churches to do physical. No matter how much of a digital church you have, I think there's always, well, I guess for most churches, the plan was always to, that those digital gatherings are, are there in tangent with physical Mm. So when it became a whole digital thing and, you know, your small groups are online, your Sabbath school is online, all your leadership meetings are online, your church service is online, like your pastoral care is phone calls and online. Yep. Man, I just got so drained by it. And um, I mean, we were, the church I was at at the time, at, um, we had a really good team for it and we tackled it really well, I thought, and we cr- created something really awesome that I was really proud of at the time. Um, so I can't really complain. Like we had an awesome team and, and tackled. I know some churches really struggled, but yeah, I, it took a real toll on me to the point where I just couldn't deal with screens. I didn't mm. want to post on social media. I didn't want to look on social media anymore. Like it was just so. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of becomes distasteful. Like it's a yeah. like a sour taste in your mouth every time you even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, challenging. Um, there's there's a mutual friend of ours here in Palmerston North who's a teacher, English teacher at our local uh, Adventist high school. And she does, you know, throughout the lockdown, she's done like the whole online teaching thing. She's, you know, Josh and I know her well. Um, she's a complete extrovert, one of the most extroverted. She may even be more extroverted than you, Josh. I don't know. Probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, throughout the lockdowns, I never once 
saw her participate in any of our Zoom small groups or church wow. or anything like that. And I talked to her about it and she said, you know, by the time she finishes with her four hours or so of how many hours you have to do, you know, FaceTime with your students on Zoom or whatever, she just didn't have any mental capacity for anything else digital. Um, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I've tried to do during lockdowns is, you know, for those people who know me, you know how much of a, uh, I love board gaming and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's been really difficult. There's a lot of online board gaming things that you can do um, but and just gaming in general. But she would never participate in any of that stuff, even though it wasn't, it wasn't spiritual, it wasn't church-related, it wasn't school-related or anything like that. It was purely entertainment value. She just couldn't put herself in front of a screen. Yep. A- any screen. Yep. And I think that's really, I think that's really uh, sort of typical of what a lot of our collective experience has been around technology. I mean, obviously, the great irony in this moment is that what we're doing right now, talking about digital burnout, is only possible <laughs> through the medium of a digital application. Wait, what? No. <laughs> You've broken the multiverse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. uh, that's just sort of. Yeah, that's the great irony. So it's this tool that we use that is allowing us to do things that, you know, 10, 20 years ago would not have been possible. Yeah. Um, and yet we're only now sort of starting to figure out the long-term um, side effects, almost like a drug test, like, you know, trying to trial a pharmaceutical drug yeah. and going, what are the side effects of it um, over yep. a long period of time? Yeah, oh, I, I, absolutely. Like the just beginning to really see, hey, this is what everybody was like, this is what the future is going to be, working from home all the time, doing everything from home. And a whole lot of people were like, I don't want this. This was fun <laughs> for a week. This, <laughs> this yeah. is not fun every day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think that was a big a big thing for, for, for us. Having some time away mm. from this really helped because... I got to the point where I just had no more ideas. Like I could not mm. think of any episodes I wanted to do, um, you know, and we were even, we were reaching out to some interesting people to be guests on the show and man, they were all like turning us down at the time too for one reason or another. You know, I don't think it was like hate against the show. I think it was just people were just over it, over everything. Mm. Not, not uh, you know, like I think people just overdoing stuff on screen. Yep. And, um, and you know, I was even talking to, uh, a friend of the show um, who's a pastor down in Melbourne and he was sharing about how um, he, yeah, his church, his like just people are just so over it. Like they're on Zoom mm. and meetings and stuff all week. The last thing they feel like doing is jumping on like on the weekend to yeah, their Zoom one. church or to watch a YouTube video that goes for an hour or whatever or two hours or. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we wonder like, oh, why are the views going down on our YouTube videos? <laughs> or why are the views going down on the podcast or the listens? Like, oh no, like we're failing. That's that's what begins to happen. Like yep. whether you'll, even if it's even if there's really good reasons for it, it's like, oh, we must not be doing a good enough job. And that's hard. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like we're putting all this work in and um, yeah, church world and podcast world and everything and just watching. Yeah, I don't know. Like, pe- but that's reality. People just over it. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, do we want to keep sewing into this space? Like, nah, let's take five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five, 10 to 10. 
10 and months. to to be fair this this whole conversation is not just about Josh and I and our experience it is about our collective yep. digital experience over the last sort of almost 2 years and I yep. shudder as I say that this has been almost 2 years unbelievable you know? eh <laughs> do you remember I was just thinking just before do you remember <laughs> the early lockdowns um that Netflix show that everybody was watching about um Joe Exotic. Oh, Tiger King? Tiger King. Wow, yeah. Do you remember that? Like yes. that's, <laughs> that's a long time ago. Yeah. But that was like a cultural marker early on and yet how long does it feel like anybody's cared about Joe Exotic at all? Yeah, <laughs> true. You know, it yeah. just feels like it was an eternity ago that this whole thing started. Um, one of the things that I have noticed though um that's been really interesting and kind of a cautionary tale almost is the temptation that those of us who are technologically set up, you and me, particularly young leaders, particularly leaders who are have access to a, uh, a large amount of resourcing. Um, you know, I'm talking the, the mega churches and, and the, the large ministries. There has been, I think, more of a push toward... Um, the further uh, commodification of this sort of spiritual content um, and mm. the building of a brand using the social media platforms that we have. And if you think about it, it makes total sense that people would want to do that. Um, you know, if you are a Jesus person, if you're a pastor or whatever. Jesus person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah. Oh, well, Christian. Well, that's not, a, that's not an effective way to I'm a Jesus person. I'm a Please. Jesus person. <laughs> um, if, you're a fa- if you are a faith leader and you're stuck in lockdown, the natural impulse would be to double down on some of these social media um, platforms to, mm. to reach people but also to build your brand. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's let's not you know pretend like that's not part of this. Yeah. Um, but 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 I have noticed a not a pushback, but maybe more of a an apathy toward towards that. Um, and I felt it in my in my own sort of experience, but I've also noticed other people. Um, one of the reasons that I, that I've been thinking about this is because of a podcast I've been listening to. Um, To be sure, I haven't listened to that many podcasts recently, but one of them that really has captured my attention is The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. um, Oh, incredible, yes. Which both of us have been listening to. And yeah, I mean, I was was so intrigued by Mark Driscoll and Mars Hill Church back when it was around. Um, And uh, it's sort of like watching a train wreck almost sort of (laughs) listening to the podcast. It's fascinating. And there's so much learning in it, but it's also there's that morbid curiosity about all the things that went wrong. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is a long, a roundabout way to say in the podcast, they talk about the idea of media and that media comes from the word mediator. You know, it's an in-between person. Um, and so media, digital media particularly, has become that in-between mediator between the leader and the people. Um, mm. And the, the, the temptation is to uh, use this mediating platform, whether it be an Instagram video, whether it be Facebook, whether it be a YouTube channel, whatever, to craft that perfect persona, which is so easy to do 
Yes. To create a false sense of who I am, uh, the sort of things that I project, the sort of issues that I want to bring people's attention to and the ways that I can continue to build my influence and my power and, you know, money and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I've noticed that this this pandemic, it's really enabled that more so, but I don't know exactly how that's going to work itself out um, in lieu of this conversation that we've been having around people's apathy and growing apathy towards media in general. Mm. <laughs> it's a weird tension. Um, and I felt the tension in myself. Okay, should I get on TikTok? Should Josh get on TikTok? Should we start to build this brand? You know, we talked early on last year with yeah. Kevin Wilson and yes. the big TikTok chai-making chai Adventist leader who is, dude, recently in Bon Appetit magazine, one of the biggest food magazines in the wow. world. You know, I'm like, holy moly, this dude has arrived. Um, no, <laughs> no disrespect to Kevin. He's a great guy. And if you listen to that episode, you'll see that um, his yeah. heart behind ministry is amazing. But oh, incredible. Mm. Just this idea of media as a mediating influence or mediating platform and the way that it really has the potential to, I guess, help us create an unsustainable, unrealistic version of ourselves online that does not measure up to uh, you and me sitting across from each other, having a real conversation, being real people and kind of those walls kind of breaking down a little bit. Yeah. Just something yeah. I've been thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was a that was a big like, I think that's a struggle too. Like as, as soon as you see, uh, you know, when we're in ministry, like our goal, our goal is never, this sounds so like, traditional but i don't know our goal is never to build a personal brand like our goal well no our goal is to be our brand that we're trying to always build is like jesus like that's ultimately right. what we're trying to do like we're trying to build like people towards him and make him famous and this is the, the difficult part of the online world because jesus isn't i mean <laughs> he isn't a twitter page or whatever i mean he, there is a twitter page called jesus but it's not actually jesus you know like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not a youtuber or like oh he doesn't have a he doesn't have a brand manager. Yeah. And yet all of us, like the way that you build anything online is you have a brand and you build it. And so it's like, ah, how do you not get caught? I, I find it really challenging. Like, and maybe it's just me, but like as soon as you start to see any success online and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, you've got to build your personal brand. You need a website and all this kind of thing. And it's just like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, ah. Yeah. That's about all yeah. I've got to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's uh, that's that's a whole nother tension that it's like as soon as you start to attract any attention online, which we had too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like the positive is awesome, but then that negative, oh yeah. dear me. It is a double edged sword. And oh yes. You know, when you put yourself out there on the internet or on any public platform, you're opening yourself up to some level of criticism. Uh, yes. at, at whatever level. The problem I think with a lot of these um, high-level leaders who really embrace the media sort of platforms is that it's so easy to kind of paint yourself in a way that 
uh, is going to appeal to people rather than actually having an honest conversation, which is something that we've yeah. always tried to do. Like, yes. I don't think this any of us, either of us, have really tried to posture ourselves in a way that's going to appeal. Like, I'm going to not say that because if I say that, oh, that's not going to be very, very popular. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yeah, we've always tried to be honest and not have all the answers. And yeah. And I think that's that's been a refreshing thing about our podcast that yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. And some a reason that we, I think a reason that we we've decided to come back in a way. Not 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 we're not coming back to weekly episodes right we're now. We're gonna do two episodes a day for the <laughs> next three months, <laughs> guys. Welcome back to twice a daily content. Wow. And each episode will be three hours. <laughs> We're going to beat Joe Rogan at his own game. Six hours a day. Birthday is that content. Oh my uh, goodness! Anyway, Could you imagine? Um, I can't. I cannot. Um, no. So we're not. We're not. This is not us coming back to weekly. We're not ready for that. We don't. It's not on the cards. Yeah. This is us just coming back for now for with a, a something we had on our heart that we felt like we wanted to talk about. So we're here. Yeah. What's the plan beyond this? Don't know. <laughs> my plans right now is to make sure that my dog does not fall off my lap. Yeah. You know what's it, great about this? Last yeah. time we recorded, it was me who had the animals in the video. This is true. Now, well, I mean, I still have the animals, everybody. They're at home though. I'm just not recording at home. <laughs> so Jesse now. Josh hey. dropped them off at the side of the road. No, no. They came with us. It was hard to get them here, but we got them. Got him to Australia and it's worth it. Every yep. every worth. It. Anyway. Um yep. yes. What were we talking about? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, we we, we <laughs> no. were talking about one thing I, I wanna I wanna touch on because you said that you had something to share around this is some of the things that have actually helped you during this digital burnout phase that we've been in. Yes. Um so you know, we don't want to just spend the whole time complaining. Um <laughs> It doesn't really help anyone. Yeah. What has actually helped you during this time period? Because Josh, I need help. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesse. Um, yeah. So I wrote down there are uh, I can't count four, five things. And I'm not wearing my glasses. Uh, there are like five things that I wrote down that helped me. Some of them are a bit samey, but um, the first one and the biggest one was just slowing down. Um, yeah, that's been a nice part of the last 10 months is that I very deliberately slowed down, um, particularly in areas of my digital consumption. Um, obviously, like when we hit lockdown again, that's bleh, made it tricky. But ultimately, like it just tried to slow down heaps. Like I, I went through and um, I don't know if this is a wise thing to say in a podcast, but I'm going <laughs> to say it anyway because we're honest. But I did a podcast purge in my app. Ooh. I purged. Like I just delete, there are so many shows that I'm like, I am semi-interested in this. I want to listen, you know, but this like, I think, and I think it was the way the the podcast app and the Apple podcast app updated and it just, it's made it so more like the algorithm recommends you more things now. Right. And so it's not only things in your feed and also like, it, I don't know, I didn't really like the way they did it and it actually made everything look so clogged up because I was subscribed to so many shows. So it would just like barrage you constantly with new episodes about yep. shows that you're never going to listen to anyway. Yeah, or maybe I'll listen once every every yep. now and then. And so I just I just deleted like this. I'm down to, uh, I think I am subscribed to a total of eight shows now. 
Wow. That's pretty good. Yep, eight, eight shows. Um, two of which, no, three of which, <laughs> three of which don't post anything anymore because they've finished or... They're like serialized shows or something. Well, one's, a, one's this cultural moment, which is oh. they just release a new batch whenever. And the other two have stopped. Mm. But I'm just there just in case they come back because I like them. And then the other, <laughs> another couple, well, Rise and Fall of Mars Hill is one of them. They yep. release an episode every couple of weeks or something. And once they're done, they'll be done with that show probably. Yep. And then the others, most of them are monthly. Only one mm. of them, one or two of them are weekly, you know. So I just had to slow right down. I actually started listening to, if I did listen to a podcast, I listened to it at one time speed, not 1.5 speed. Ah, Okay. Same with like my YouTube videos and all that. Like I just yep. literally slowed everything down. Audiobooks just took it all. And it was frustrating because I was like, ah, I could get through this faster. But I'm like, I need to slow everything down. Mm. Um, yeah. And it helped a lot, to be honest. Like I was just, before I was just taking in so many ideas and stuff and it just, just couldn't even maintain it, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that was nice. Um, and just doing less in general. Um, you know, trying, like I was always trying to, you know, watch this while I was cooking or, you know, whatever. Or like I was also always trying to like multitask, um, you know, listen to this while I drive or while I run or, um, oh, you know, like I've got a few minutes, I'll just quickly chip in and, you know, I, and I just decided to just do less in general. And so some people might say that is lazy, but um, I just needed to just wind it all back. And it's part of that slowing down. Mm. I just was like, okay, I'm just going to go for a drive and not listen to anything. It was wow. Really nice. That's hard. That's hard for me. That yeah. is difficult. It, 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 yeah. It, I'm used to it now. Like I don't do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or, or I'd be like, okay, on the way there, I'm going to listen to something and on the way back, I'm not going to listen to something. Or yeah. like I go for a run and I'm not even going to take my headphones and I'm just going to, you mm. know, like, um, and not all the time, but for a while I just needed to just wind everything back. Or like when I was... Um, cooking um yeah i just stopped listening to things doing that i was like i just want to focus on this and um it was really nice it helped um Mm. i don't know if there's some science behind it but it helped (laughs) i felt like yeah yeah yeah. i definitely think think, maybe yeah sorry i definitely do think that that's something that our generation does struggle with and probably gen z is just as bad as us maybe maybe not i don't know but there is like I was, this is kind of embarrassing. I was watching, um, uh, oh, who's the girl that, who's that that super wacky girl that does bad guy? Um, Billie Eilish. Yeah, Billie Eilish. I was watching uh, Billie Eilish and Rain Wilson do uh, oh, yeah. the office trivia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And um, she was saying how like when she gets up in the morning or when she goes to the bathroom, she'll just have like an episode of The Office on on her phone. And I was like... I don't do that with the office, but I can definitely like understand like yep. when you're just doing something, anything menial or boring, have your phone there with a YouTube video or something on in the background to yep. break the silence or something like that. Yep. It's just so like, it's become second nature for me. Oh, absolutely. Same. I, I, I had to break. I had to break that. Like going to the bathroom, deliberately not taking my phone, <laughs> you know, like just sitting there like... Everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, that's so gross. But everybody does it. Everyone you know, does. you yep. cannot be self-righteous about that anymore. Yep. You know, actually talking about Gen Z and screen time, there was a post by Pro Church Tools today. Yeah. 
Um, so Gen Z on average, this is from a Barna study, um, Gen Z volume two, get this, right? On average, Gen Z spend six hours per day on their phone. Whoa. Plus two hours playing video games. Plus two, oh no, one, no, two hours on streaming services. Plus 1.5 hours listening to music. Plus one hour of watching live TV. How many hours is that in total? That is uh, 12, no, yeah, 12.5. That's that's just a whole day. That's on average too. So that's what I'm Holy Look, moly. I don't know any gen I don't know any Gen Z that I think actually do that, but that's yeah. from the ones they studied. And I wouldn't, you know, I would still say that that is somewhat somewhat realistic, at least yeah. for some teens. Um so yeah, screen time is huge. And so mm. deliberately like and I don't think you need to I don't think you need to completely get rid of it. Uh, this is for me. I just needed to just start being like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to mm. not not yep. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a waste of time, but is this what I needed? Um, I stopped looking at my phone in bed specifically. Yeah. That's a big set one. My alarm. Yeah. That's a huge one for me. Cause I, as soon as I get on it get on Reddit or something or have my headphones in and just like go YouTube, I'm just, I will be up for like three, three hours, you know, yep. just uncontrollably. And maybe that's cause I have bad self-control. I don't know. So now I'll stand beside my bed. <laughs> I will like <laughs> set my alarm and everything, turn it on, do not disturb and all that and put it and then put charge it, put it down and then not touch it. The only thing okay. I will touch in my bed is a book or my Kindle. Okay. Um, if I want to check my phone and I'm in bed, I'll only check it like after I've woken up, like in the morning, you know, okay. like that sort of thing. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't even do that. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah. And the last, yeah, the last thing was, yeah, just reading physical more, which I can't Kindle as physical because it's a different kind of screen. Yeah, you can't um, just switch over to, you know, Reddit on your Kindle. Yeah, and like it doesn't, it's not harsh on your eyes because it's that yep. e-ink screen or whatever. I don't know. Yep. Um, so I count that, but also like reading my physical Bible again, which has been nice, um, yep. that sort of thing. Just, yeah. And I don't have, I try not to buy physical books nowadays because I just don't have the space <laughs> um, unless it's like a book that you can't get mm. electronically or whatever. But mm. that sort of thing, like if I'm reading, I just try and try and do things physically more, um, even just playing my guitar like and music. Um, mm. I'm trying, like I still use Logic and do recording and that kind of thing. And But I try and make most of my music time, even non-screen time, like I'm, you know, just playing my acoustic without it being connected to my computer or my I can't play keyboard without being because I only have a MIDI keyboard but you know that kind of thing or my electric yeah that sort of thing just trying to have things that I do that don't necessarily involve screen and yeah look I haven't mastered it all but all those things doing all of those things um have helped mm. like and I'm not even necessarily doing them all strictly every single day but just deliberately slowing down and taking time away um yeah, I just felt like even with the podcast, I just it took months, and I think it was my maybe me healing in a way, but like it took months, and then all of a sudden, it was like ideas just started to come, you know, like mm. and all of a sudden I just messaged Jesse, I'm like we should do an episode on this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally in the middle of the night, you know, yeah. I'm getting random messages, I'm like we haven't talked about the podcast for two months, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is great, <laughs> yeah, and then I, yeah, and. Uh, 
that sort of thing. I was like, I was just like, oh, like it, it was literally like, like I could visualize it's like, like a wall, and then like water just started like, yeah, trickling through it. It just felt like all of a sudden, like ideas started coming, and you know, just desire to want to make stuff again. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it really helped. I felt yeah, I've been feeling a lot better, and I, I don't know, maybe I haven't got it all together. I don't think, but I just those yeah. are things that have helped. Yeah. No, but I completely resonate with that. You know, it reminds me of like when I was a kid, I didn't have access to a lot of this stuff. You know, yeah. none of us did when we, most of us were kids, unless we were like super rich or whatever. But I remember as a kid having uh, my books, uh, maybe when I got a bit older, I think I got an iPod just to listen to music. Yes. With the, but, with the wheel? Yeah. Yeah. With the wheel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So good. But not a fully with apps or anything like that you know no games um my ipod had a game on it oh it had um it was like a little brick along the bottom oh yeah yeah yeah. the wheel and it like the ball bounces and you gotta like i don't know the game it's got an official name i can't remember but yeah i think it might just be called brick or something like that maybe yeah good old good old brick but anyway my point is i (laughs) think of when i was a kid and what i did you know when i wasn't playing with my friends it was drawing random doodles in a sketchbook. It was mm-hmm. writing random stuff. It was creating stuff, building forts. Obviously, it's a very idealized version. Oh, when I was a kid, we played outside and we ate mud and we hit each other in the <laughs> head with sticks. And I turned out fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it was, there was a sense of um, like connection with real things a connection with people creating yeah. stuff being yeah doing doing the creative act um which you know i still have things that i want to create but i just so, find it so difficult to set aside the time to just focus on creative stuff and even when i do sometimes i just feel silly for doing it like mm. writing something or designing uh, you know, a project or something like that. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel silly. Like, who am I to create something? You know, it just this is a waste of time. I'm not that talented, and then I just give up. You know. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. No. So, Doctor Josh, that's a real, diagnose I think that's a- <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm to the therapy chair. <laughs> Send him to the ranch, <laughs> Doctor Phil. Time. Wow. Um, yeah. I. Well, that's. I think that. That's also like a big thing too. It's like with the podcast, though I felt that same thing. Like, oh, we should do an episode on this, and then it's just like, who am I to talk about that? I don't have a right to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I felt that exact same thing. But I think this is sort of the purpose of creating things is not necessarily because you're the person for the job. You're just the one who does it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's special. Like, you know, was. Like you look back, like C.S. Lewis was definitely the person to write the line, the you know the Narnia series. Yep. But like, I don't know. But who knows? You know, who knew that beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you look at it now, it's like, oh, it's perfect. Of course, of mm. course, he would do that. Mm. But before, like, I don't know. I, mm. I, I just, I just think like that's sort of what makes creativity special in a way, and yeah, why we need to nurture our creative selves. And maybe we're getting, but that's what that's. Yeah, burnout for me, that digital burnout, I just didn't even want to make stuff anymore, which is yep. so unlike me. 
Like, yeah. I always want to create songs or videos or TikToks, all that kind of thing. Not that I'm super into TikTok anymore, but at the time, like I was like, oh, let's try this. This is a fun new thing, a fun new way to create things or like Instagram reels, all that stuff. Just wanted to <laughs> make stuff or podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think it's yeah. just, yeah. And so when you're burnt out, you don't feel like you could or even you should make things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that ultimately, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a sociologist or whatever, but it does feel to me in my experience that the constant and easy access toward mid to high level content, you know, whether it be YouTube or Netflix or whatever, um, even when it comes to the low level content, sometimes the low effort stuff on TikTok or on Reels or Shorts or whatever, yeah, the constant access to that um, does diminish the in me it has diminished in me the desire to create myself or create content myself um because i've always felt like well there's just going to be somebody else who's doing it probably better than me yeah yeah so challenging (laughs) i wonder if it's even like a like a chemical like a dopamine thing you know yeah like we get so many hits of you know like even the the trends of like people people's watching habits now people aren't as seem it seems to be trending that people aren't as likely to watch a 15 minute YouTube video because YouTube videos are getting longer and longer and longer. Yeah. So they can cram more ads in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what the algorithm pushes. But people seem less likely to watch that because you could go like, ah, oh, I have to commit to 15 minutes. Like, ah, oh, it's long, you know. Or you can go on TikTok and watch 15 one minute videos. Yes. It's like bam, 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 bam. Like so good. I know. Or 15 seconds even some of them, you know, like... The watch time can end up being the same in yep. the end, but you're constantly flicking from one piece of content to the next. Yeah, getting no. a little dopamine hit, getting a getting a going a, a go down, <laughs> then going back up. Yeah. Going down a little bit, then going yep. back up. And then and so the on algorithms so have perfected it. Like, yeah. you know, they know. But like I think and again, I'm not a uh, yeah, I'm not an expert on any of this, but I I don't know. And I'm not having a go. Like I think it's just like a, a tiktok or anything like i mean it's kind of oh, there's a bit of toxic stuff there but sure point is i think I, I reckon like the whole like what's the word i'm looking for like onslaught of digital mm. entertainment like you know when we were growing up and this is you know i feel so ridiculous saying that, like, <laughs> but like you know i love playing games yeah but, you know you play the same game for like well at least when i was a kid like play my nintendo or my gamecube or even my old my original xbox you play for an hour or two and like that's fun and i'm bored you know that was like yeah and then you turn on tv and it's like daytime tv i'm like i don't want to watch any of this and so it's like i'm gonna find something else to do you know like yeah i feel like you had digital things but there weren't so many options that that's all you could do all day and feel like you're doing different stuff all day like you feel like you're mixing it up i feel like back in that day the paradigm was your real, the real world, quote unquote, is where your real life happens. Whereas television or the GameCube or whatever is just where we go to entertain ourselves for a little bit so that we can come back to the real world and do real things. Yes. Whereas that line between the digital world and the real physical analog world has become so blurred in recent years where to the point where what you do online it just bleeds so, so much into the real world. 
Um, yes. Yeah. I, I recently had to do a talk about this at our local primary school where I'm a chaplain because, you know, kids, when they start to get more and more access to message boards and to online content, they don't know how to handle it always. And so they do things which sometimes is not all that wise and healthy. And then people like me have to come in and talk to them. So that's fun always. Yeah. Digital hygiene is what you got to teach people now, which is interesting always. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... ah. Yeah, and like this is just the way the world is. It's so it's like easy to look back at our childhood childhood with fondness, but yeah. all, like there were negative parts of when we were growing up too. Like obviously we didn't have this super amazing interconnected world, um, but yeah, I guess like with every generation with the pros, there's always going to be there's always going to be cons, and that's just the current thing that we're living in. Is that yeah, you have to have good digital hygiene, yeah, <laughs> you know, to not burn yourself out because. It's not going back. We're not. No. It's only going to amplify. Yeah. It's only going to get more and more. There's only going to be more, you know, engaging algorithms and more interesting apps and more devices and more ways to stay connected. And so I think this is just like the the importance of it that we need to learn when to stop, learn when to slow down, learn when when's the time to come back. Um yeah, what the mm. pace should be for all of it. Yeah. And mm. I think that's that's a good place probably to leave it because I think what you've shared is really helpful. I think that's probably sparked a lot of people's imaginations about how we are going to engage digitally moving forward. Um, yeah, I, I, I do think that in the midst of the digital world that we co-inhabit alongside the analog world, I, yeah. I do think these are the decisions that we're going to have to make. And, you know, you're a parent. Um, many of our peers are, are parents or becoming parents. Um, you know, how's Banjo going to react to this ever-changing digital world? Who knows? Um, true. But I, I hope as a fur daddy, I'll be able to <laughs> help yeah. him get there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's what we've got to tackle as as Christians as well as as leaders, as us, we're like what faith leaders and that kind of thing. It's the world is is tiring. And if I was going to preach for a second, if I was going to preach for a second, Jesse, if I was going to get my <laughs> preacher on, I would say, you can feel burdened, you can feel weary by the digital world, the physical world. But what does Jesus say? What does Jesus say, Jesse? He says, "Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest." Mm. I'm not even saying Amen. that sarcastically. I'm not even saying that sarcastically. Like, I don't know if you. Genuine. I don't know if you wanted me to respond or just say "Amen, brother." But <laughs> that is the response I was looking for. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. It I mean, true. but it's it is like, and that was I. I'm not. I can't. I can't really say that wasn't like that was definitely something that that helped me too. Like that devotional time, mm. and just yeah, just being like, you know what, God, I'm tired. I've got no ideas. I've got no creativity. I've got nothing mm. left to give. Oh, help me. Yep. <laughs> you know, give me rest, Amen. Lord. Teach me. Like even like the way I do Sabbath changed. Like yep. that's something I forgot to mention too. Like Sabbath, I'm trying to focus on that not being screen time focused, which obviously okay. at the moment is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's not. No, it's, it's not no. right now. It's a bad time no. for it. But yeah, I think it's, yeah. 
anyway, that's mm. all right. That's I'm pre- I've preached sermon done benediction. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, I hope that everybody uh, that you enjoyed uh, coming back in. If you're jumping back in to burn the haystack after a little while, or if this is your first time listening, uh, it's probably a pretty weird experience for you. But uh, I would encourage you to uh, jump back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We don't really have a schedule. No. Now, we've already said that. Um, we're hoping to get a few more episodes in before the end of the year. But uh, we do have some pretty exciting news about next year. Um, which we, we do. We haven't mentioned it. We haven't mentioned it. We were going to, but now we're going to, I guess. Um, yeah. So uh, out completely coincidentally, um, <laughs> turns out... I am going to be in the same city as Josh next year. Um, yep. I am moving back to Sydney and uh, it's going to take a little bit and we'll, we'll again have to go through a little bit of a transitional phase. Yep. But um, I'm excited because there's some real potential next year that we might be able to go back to where we started with this whole thing and record some in person podcasts yes in just the, the two of us same room it's oh. a wild wild thing i would be so excited for that yeah me so, too hopefully we don't know yet because yeah I mean, your your world is going to be crazy my world i don't know oh, i'll be getting more <laughs> used to my crazy world by then but yeah uh, yeah so no promises but there's potential and that's all yeah. we're excited about yeah, like the idea of recording in person genuinely excites me. Whereas <laughs> it's Zoom, been so long. Yeah, it's been a long time since we recorded something in the same room. Been a long so, time since we've been in the same room. Yes, yes, it has been. It's mm. been uh, been close to a year. Mm. Close, yeah. close. Yeah. So all I have to do is make sure that I can get over to Australia safe and sound. And all Josh has to do is make sure that by the time I arrive, there's no COVID. So we both have our assignments. Um, or I don't move back to New Zealand or I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine that. Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. We all know you just followed me here. <laughs> definitely what happened to you. Just, I can't do it. I can't live in this country without Josh here. I have to go. I have to go and move to Sydney. What are the chances? What are what are the chances? What are the chances? Seriously. <laughs> People outside of Australia might think, is Sydney like the only town in all of Australia <laughs> that anybody goes to? Uh, I mean, so far, the data, the data suggests that that could be a possibility. Well, look, I this is the first time I will be living in Sydney since I was just a wee baby. I was huh. born, I was born outside, out, not outside, I was born inside <laughs> the... <laughs> The Sydney Adventist Hospital, the SAN. What? You were born outside the... I was born on the... They, the parents didn't get there in time. I was born on the steps. No, I assume I was born in a hospital bed. We'll, I don't know. But I was born there. But here's the ironic thing. I, I was born there. I lived there with my parents for a few months. Then we moved down to the south coast when I was just a wee lad and I am going to be now working across the way from the San uh, where I was born. Wow, so, look at that. Yeah, things have really come full circle. Just hopefully I don't die there. That would be ironic, but uh, yeah. All right. Please, please don't, Jesse. You've all missed my dark sense of humor, haven't you? Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> all right. Well, that's exciting news. Can't mm. wait for what's next. But again... Um, We'll do the classic. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. 
No, like I genuinely mean that. I'm not just saying that for yeah. for thing. I has anybody else experienced digital burnout in this season? And if so, uh, what what have you done to to help with it? Um, you know, I didn't think I had a big list. I just had a few things. So I mean, I'd be interested to hear what everybody else has done and how it's yeah. helped them or whatever. So yeah, reach out. Um, our yeah, we got well, we don't have Instagram anymore for reasons that we'll talk about another time. But um, yeah, whatever. However you find us, whatever, send us a message or. I don't know, whatever. We, I just genuinely want to hear from you guys because we, we miss you guys. We miss hearing the crew, you know. It was good. Anyway. And hopefully this won't be the last that you'll hear of us in the next few weeks and months. So um, we'll see. Excited to uh, <laughs> excited yeah. to see what's next. And yeah. uh, if you guys want to be along for the ride, hey, we'd love that too. Awesome. All right. Well, I can't remember how we ended. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. You're all, you're all beautiful. We love you. This is Josh and Jesse out. I had genuinely forgotten what I said at the end. I was like, I'm sure I was the one who said something at the end, but I can't remember what it was.